Hello. Oh, hello. I'm Sammy. And I am Steve. And you're listening to Rose Plate Special, the most dramatic, fully exploring relationshipist, wronging answerist, um, <laughs> you screwed the poochiest recap podcast of The Bachelor ever. I think we should make screwed the poochiest a, a normal <laughs> thing that people say. I think so too. I think so too. Um, I'm team Clayton's parents all the way. <laughs> They're, yeah, they have a good, good head on their shoulders. Yeah. I mean, it sucks that their kid's an idiot, but what are you going to do? You know? Oh my gosh. You can't all be such, winners. He's, he's just a dunderhead. He's a fool. Um, okay. So I, so first of all, um, were you able to catch our last episode? Cause it was full of some pretty stellar moments. I must say, you know, I gotta be completely we did honest miss with you. you. Though. I, I didn't, I have not gotten a chance to listen to it, but I'm still going to listen to it because Tuck is my favorite co-host. <laughs> I put I, I put both him and Leneve above me, just so you know. Yeah, that's fair. That's <laughs> totally fair. I will say we 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 delved into some other territories, and we may have another guest uh, host lined up for future episodes after Whoa. the conversations we had pulled somebody else in. So, but that's I'll leave exciting. that to be a mystery in the future. Very excited for that development. Um, but we talked about all kinds of stuff, including um, the the dude who made me watch the Notebook. Uh, and how bad it was. So I turned that into a little two minute feature, but the entire episode we recorded for like an hour and a half too. It was like, Oh wow. An extra long episode. So, and this comes from someone who's like, Oh, I don't have anything to talk about, like nothing to share. And (laughs) we really went deep. So, and then he told me he didn't want to know how it ended. And I was like, got this far. You don't want to know what happened. And he was like, no. And then we talked about it just recently. And he was like, <laughs> okay. Um, and he crinkled his nose at this, some of the same things that I did. But I did have the pleasure of watching the finale with my parents, you know, our number one fans. Mm-hmm. So that, that. Is, that was pretty fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So I hope they uh, feel like they know me a little bit just because they listen to my voice once a week. I do. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like they do. Yeah. Um, Okay, so I think the funniest opening in Bachelor history, to use the language that Bachelor Nation does, uh, is watching Clayton cry in a church with a choir singing. <laughs> and what what producer lined uh, that up quick? Holy I mean, shit. Has there ever been better acoustics for a crying moment in Bachelor uh, history? Certainly not. I couldn't stop laughing. I couldn't stop laughing. I was like, this is the best because I had just watched to like, I'd watched someone's TikTok who is like a producer for the real housewives for one of the real housewives franchises. Mm-hmm. And it was like, it was like a clip of her going real phone calls that I had to make. If I remember, I'll, I'll put the link in, in the description, but it was like real phone calls that I've had to make as a producer for like a reality show. And she's like, well, this, it was, and I got, I'm going to butcher it, but it was basically something like the shaman said for the ceremony to work, this needs to go in the water, but they can't go to the water because they have to go right to the restaurant. Um, so I have to go down there and finish the ceremony with a shaman, you know, like, just <laughs> like very, and you're like, oh, right. Like 
very involved things that are happening that don't end up getting filmed, you know, and I'm, and I'm like, who had to, who had to stay on the phone and go, okay, what church is available in a 10 mile radius? Mm-hmm. And, uh, is there a choir that we could have? Cause this all was like unexpected. I mean, as far as we know, this was unexpected. Susie sure. leaving the way she did was unexpected. There would be no other reason for him to be crying in a church in front of a choir unless something went wrong. So in my mind, I'm like, how quickly did they have to put this together to get, or was the choir meant to serve another purpose? And then they're <laughs> like, you're going to go from singing happy music to sad music. Okay. Yeah, if we could switch the tone to somber, that'd be great. Yeah, like open up your other binder. Like it was so weird um, and really funny. I I thought that was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Um, And and then like they're they're cutting between like the you know last two episodes. They're cutting between this footage and live footage, and in a more intense way than I feel like they have in the past. It's like they're showing us like ten minute segments, and then they're like, okay. Now, what do you think? All right, well, let's find out what happens. Now, what do you think? You know, it's like, choose your own mm-hmm. adventure, except it's already happening, I guess. Um, and I love when Jesse was like, do you want to see what happens? Do you want to see him in pain? And the audience was like, yes, give it to me. <laughs> like, I want give it. Give us blood. We desire his flesh. <laughs> the Bring me a really, pound. <laughs> it like had it all, you know? And like. It's good. And Okay. So here's the thing. I, I don't have like a ton to actually say about these last two episodes. Well, maybe, maybe we, maybe <laughs> no, we will end up it's, having it's a ton It's classic to Bachelor, which is the longest episodes or episodes that run back to back in a single week actually have the least amount of things happening. So that's, yeah. that's how they roll. And when you get to the end, it's like, so, you know, this is very, this is all like, hard to watch basically i don't know he's like where do i go from here okay i think the whole idea of fully exploring relationships makes sense it Mm -hmm. makes sense in the context of the show he did nothing wrong by sleeping with the women in the fantasy suites that's like a totally normal thing that almost everybody does um that's why I Where? love this so much. It's because he he did everything that is like totally fine within the realm of the bachelor, but he found a way to do it the wrong way. Yeah, like <laughs> Amazing. He just, I it's weird, right? Cuz it's like I don't know how you fucked this up. Like I keep going through it and I'm like technically all these steps are right, but then your words were wrong and you just blew it all to smithereens. Like yeah. because like Gabby said, no, you can say falling in love. You can say that. Everyone has agreed that that's an okay thing to say. You can say that to multiple people. You can't say in love or love to multiple people. That's against the rules. And you definitely can't say that you love someone the most. Yeah, the most is a bad. Yeah, you can't say the most. That's not good. Now, I don't. Okay. Maybe I missed something. I don't remember him saying that he loved her the most. I feel like. I felt like Jesse said that and he like confirmed. I don't know. Am mm-hmm. I remembering this wrong? I don't remember Clayton directly saying that he loved Susie the most, even though we know he did. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I think it yeah. was part of a conversation that he had with Jesse. 
And he did okay. confirm it, but I'm pretty sure he said the words too. So it was, okay. it was so overtly it. stated. Yeah. yeah, that's awkward. So, um, so it's like, okay, he knew he had to say something because he at least had enough forethought to say, well, the other women are going to see this back. So I have to go, I have to now go break up with them. Yeah. You know, so basically it was like, they knew that they were left. They knew what happened. They were sticking around, but both on thin ice. And then he goes and talks to Susie. And, and, um, wait, hold on. <laughs> I'm missing a lot of, I forgot that this all happened in the last, okay, maybe there's more to say. Um, so yeah, so this was weird. So he admits it. They, okay. I forgot where we came in. They were crying in separate corners. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That, yeah. Okay. I remember now. Choose your um, corner, sob in it. And, and Gabby's like, how do you back up what you're doing? And he's like, well, the one I pick is the one I love the most. And she goes, wrong fucking answer. <laughs> That's what, okay. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, and this Stop is good because. You know, there's been a lot of online discourse about Mr. Clayton. A lot of people saying, oh, he's the worst bachelor ever. And I would ask you to pause and think about this because, well, I think he's trash. I wouldn't date him. No. I do want to say that Clayton is, in a lot of ways, the ultimate bachelor. He is a bachelor that has been raised on The Bachelor. He understands The Bachelor to a, to a degree, but only in the formal degree. He doesn't think about like how you execute these things and how it affects other people. And, you know, worst of all, he believes that he is not only the main character of this story, but he's mm. the only one that matters. And there yeah. is where you run into problems. So really, though, Clayton is, this, this is what happens when you have this, this bachelor ecosystem that has sort of just like fed into itself over the course of 20 years. And you just reuse people that get chopped from the show and you don't bring in people from the outside. This is what you get. You get a bachelor brained man. He has taken the bachelor pill. He believes he is the ultimate piece of man meat. When in fact he is a giant bumbling doofus with large muscles and a square jaw. I, it's like he thinks the women are NPCs. Yes, that's exactly it. And he just has yes. to like choose the correct responses on the dialogue tree. And he's like, wait, I, I chose bang for all three and yet they're mad at me. And I said, I love you to all three and they're mad at me. And, and not only does he treat the women like NPCs, but... The way Clayton works, because he is a little golden retriever, he he just needs validation. Like, the thing Clayton loves the most is when someone is into him. He doesn't actually care about people. He cares about, like, how these women feel towards him. So he knows that if he sleeps with them and says, I love you, they will be very happy. Okay. So then he does that three times. <laughs> <laughs> and then he has to mix those things together. And he wasn't thinking about that last part. He's just like, oh yeah, if I tell this woman I love her and bang her, she will be very pleased with me. Clayton, the golden retriever. Doesn't work yeah. that way, buddy. Yeah. Uh, oh my God, this is, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's like, they're not even, 
he doesn't even think they're like good sentient or like semi-sentient NPCs, right? No. Like it's like, okay, so I've been playing a lot of Breath of the Wild again because um I'm forever addicted. And you know, it's like you can like uh you can like hit people with swords and stuff and it just goes right through them. Like they don't notice it. That they'll immediately have amnesia that you did it. Like everything's fine. Like they'll talk to you like everything's like totally swell after that. Mm-hmm. That's what it's like. Like he's just like, I can hit I can hurt them and they will not notice and they will just they'll just be like, Hello, are have you come to buy apples today? Like like just have no idea what's what's I going on. I took an arrow to the knee. Yeah. <laughs> come on, man. It's it's so <laughs> weird. So yeah, like and and it's interesting to see how Gabby and Rachel both handle this. Cause like I don't know how I would handle because, yeah, it's like it's totally normal in this in the course of this show to maybe have. I mean, time to time, things have gone wrong around fantasy suites and the two people are left at the end by default. Like that's happened where one person ends up going home before they get to the rose ceremony. That's happened before. Um, not often, but I think it's happened like once or twice um, mm-hmm. or like at this stage in things you know with but between the last three to five sometimes someone will go and because it's like you know what i'm really just like not seeing it um so that's kind of normal it's also like normal to have slept with potentially all three people who are left at the end and it's normal to say that you're falling in love with them but what wasn't normal was him talking to them and telling them all of this stuff in a yeah. way that just felt yeah just like it's like he said most of the right words but a few were wrong and it just screwed everything up that's like what i'm trying to yeah. start out in my brain and, and he's like, like under the guise of transparency i just wanted to bring you all in the, in the same room and be like hey i boned all of you and i love all you just so you know it's like, yeah you, it's, you it's didn't mostly, have to do that <laughs> yeah it's mostly like the love and not the in love and then it was like gabby walks out because she is upset Rachel's just sitting there and she's like, well, what happens? I'm just like left by default. It's like, he's not choosing me. And Gabby's argument was incredibly salient. Cause she was like, she, she just keeps talking about m- mutuality. Like mm-hmm. I'm not the thing left when Susie leaves, you're choosing me and I'm choosing you. Mm-hmm. I'm not just sitting here waiting for you to choose me. And you can't assume that I'm just going to choose you if Susie leaves. Yep. Especially, you know, cause he's like the one that's left at the end is the one I love the most. So it's okay to say love to everyone. And she's like, well, but if somebody took themselves out of the equation after you blew up on them, uh, then how can she know for with certainty that she is the one that you love the most? She Mm -hmm. and already it's like the way that he phrased it, the way that he set it up, he made it clear that there was a ranking. And and like Gabby said, it feels like a competition, which, yeah, it is a competition. (laughs) It is a competition. But I also agree with her that it shouldn't feel like that. And most of the people on the show have said something to the extent of I pretty much knew who I wanted to go for by the end or midway through, you know, I had a few people I was interested in, but like midway through, I was pretty much like, yeah, this is the person I'm going to focus on the most. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, the rest of the dates are really just kind of like 
confirming that and making sure that you're on the right path. And it's in your best interest to go through the course of the show to get more time with that person and to really figure it out and give other people a fair shot and compare and contrast. And it's really just like a sped up simulator of the dating scene, you know? So Mm -hmm. like all that stuff is totally normal and it is a competition, but what you don't want to do, it's like he broke the simulation. Yeah. Pretty much. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's the ultimate bachelor. uh, He's the ultimate bachelor. And because he's the ultimate bachelor, the matrix could not handle his shit. He just blew it up. It's like, (laughs) he's the the one starting to show up and you're like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Gabby unplugged and she was like, I'm eating slop. And she's like, holy shit, <laughs> this sucks. And I yep. didn't even get the shopping date. Okay. Oh, like, I'm wow. still in these rags. I didn't get a fucking shopping date. <laughs> uh, I so, will say, though, I, Gabby, amazing these last yes, couple of weeks. Yes. Uh, I, I still don't think she's funny. I think she's quirky and weird, which is totally fine. But I wouldn't frame her as funny. She's just quirky and weird. But she's she's, also so smart and so articulate and just really in touch with her own emotions. And I'm just blown away by how smart she is. Laser sharp. Like, uh, laser sharp. Laser precision. Razor sharp. No, Sammy. Mm -hmm. Laser sharp. I sound like a dingbat. I'm the dingbat now. You are just a Um, lovable dingbat, Sammy. (laughs) But so here's the thing, like with Gabby. Yeah, like I actually do think think she's funny but we haven't seen it just like we barely saw michelle be funny but everyone said she was i feel like she was we got to see more of her personality when she was the bachelorette and that was nice and i still don't feel like we got to see all of her but we did get to see more of her which was nice but um yeah she's so and god i mean okay i like taylor now like i didn't like taylor when she was on the show Mm -hmm. but i do like some of the things like taylor talks about now because she's become like like a bigger um I, I would say for lack of a better word influencer when it comes to like um like sexual health and things like that and that's mm-hmm. kind of like become her thing but when taylor talked about emotional intelligence on the show i think she also agrees that it was cringe um but that was kind of like the first time we ever heard emotional intelligence on the show but when gabby says it, it's not annoying um it just makes sense you know but yeah you can tell like you know, she's talked a lot about being in therapy and like doing a lot of work and kind of like figuring out like, you know, what, what makes, you know, what makes sense for her in a relationship and what she expects and what she deserves and all of that. And she wasn't afraid to tell Clayton that. And, and like, yeah, she's just like, I'm not in the business of competing for your love. And that, you know, it's like, you either love me or you don't. You know, like, yeah, the the construct of the show is it's a competition, but you need to be responsible with the words that you say to people, because I think everybody does understand, like, yeah, there's only going to be one of us at the end of this. Um, Mm -hmm. But but your responsibility as the bachelor or bachelorette is to be responsible with the hearts of the people that are there. And you need to be mindful of of making sure that they feel cared for, but not over promising anything. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. And Rachel was like crumpled in a pile on the floor. Oh yeah. It was was interesting to to see the difference between like how Gabby responded and how Rachel responded. And even when they, when they interviewed them after 
the the final rose or whatever uh, it, it was it was just a, a stark contrast between the two of them and, and how they respond not to say that like either one is right or wrong i just i i really appreciated gabby's just just insightful way of of picking apart everything that clayton was trying to say <laughs> and and trying to explain away I was just like, damn, I can't believe she is thinking of this stuff just, I mean, she's probably been rolling around in her head for a while, but the fact that she was able to articulate all of that so clearly, it's like, holy shit. So, she has his number. Like, she really oh, has his number. She completely. knew exactly what he was doing. And she's like, I just, like, don't believe you. And I think you're full of shit. And, and he just, and the thing is, like, if he had been, it's like he was transparent, but he wasn't transparent enough, right? Like if he had just mm -hmm. been like, you know what? I got caught up in like the production of it all and got swept up in everything. And now I'm trying to bring myself back down to earth and I hurt you in the process. And that wasn't fair to you. You didn't deserve that. And mm -hmm. now that I've kind of taken, you know, a little distance from this, I realize that what I did was fucked up. But the weird thing is during the taping and on the live portion, he just kept like doubling and tripling down. Like, no, but I did love you. I did love you. And they're yeah. like, just stop saying stop it. Stop doing just it. Shut up. Like, no, you know, and Rachel's like, like totally just like, yeah, like a shell. And she's like, I feel like my heart is breaking and she's like snotting all over the place. And she's like, what the hell do I do? So I'm the last one here. So it's just me. That doesn't feel special. You don't feel it's yeah. It's like, that's, it's not the moment you're looking for. It's not the feeling you're looking for. You don't feel chosen. You just feel like the remainder. And mm -hmm. it's awful. And I just, I felt so bad for both of them. So, and then they both do say yes in this moment, which is weird, <laughs> you know. Um, and Clayton has to be like, okay, so here's the deal. You know, here's what happened. And dad's like, you screwed the pooch uh buddy and uh i don't know how you're gonna come back from that. i really liked clayton's parents because they were just like why did you do that yeah look at my that large idiot son it's <laughs> great like i just i liked that because yeah it's like i don't know like maybe i have experience with parents who have who have coddled their children with exes uh and enabled bad behavior and it was just really nice because i kind of thought they would be like that mm -hmm. so it was really nice to see them be like uh, you did what? <laughs> Why would you do that? That's a bad idea. You're not smart, dude. And then, and then, uh, I really also appreciated that when Gabby came in, cause like, I still can't believe that he was like, well, we're going to go through the motions and we're going to meet them. But they could even tell like he was sad about Susie being gone. And they're, th I think they were kind of like, well, I don't really get what the point is, but okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, and they meet with them, you know, and, and they're both trying to like have a good attitude about it, but it was very strange. And like, I especially liked when Gabby came in and, you know, he's like, how are you? And she's like, I'm good. And he's like, are you, <laughs> like, are you sure you're good? <laughs> like, I wouldn't be, I'd be no. pissed. So I don't know how you're good. 
so yeah, that, ugh, I just, I don't have a lot to say about the meeting the parents because it just felt, the, this whole thing just felt like, well, why are we even watching this? We know this isn't what he wants. Yeah. This is a two-part episode, so we know that there's going to be more tomorrow, and we've already met with both of the women, so we know that this isn't how it's going to end. So, like, what the hell, what is going on? <laughs> yeah, why are we doing this? Exactly. Why are we doing this is, is truly the question we need to ask ourselves. <laughs> and can it be, just be over? Can it just be over? No, they're like, we're going to make you sit through, you know, three more hours of this shit. And you're like, great, awesome. <laughs> I really like it. Um, but yeah, so I, I don't have a lot to say about that episode. I have more to say about part two, but do you have part anything? Part two's a little juicier. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that's that's all I've got for part one, really. Um, so part two, so this is when, so Jesse meets, so, oh, so we find out Susie's still in Iceland. And my mom was like, well, why would she still be in Iceland? What, why is that? And I'm like, well, I'm sure that there was some, I mean, there was probably some like indecision going on, but also like mm -hmm. knowing how travel is still kind of restricted and kind of weird and should probably be more restricted. More weird. But anyway, um, they might have had them all, they, they were probably all going to fly out at the same time. Oh, sure, sure. Because yeah. especially, you know, scooting around Europe and uh, certain Scandinavian countries, there's, you can't just, yeah, it, it wouldn't make sense. They, they're going to hole her up in a hotel until everybody can leave, basically. Yeah, so that's kind of what I thought. Like, she's still in Iceland because there wasn't a reason for her to leave yet because she's probably going to leave in like two or three days. And they're like, just stay here until then. She was like, okay, whatever. I'm in Iceland. That's kind of cool. Um, so. I'm sure that was just a part of it. So Jesse comes to her door and she doesn't look like she's expecting to see him either. She's just kind of like, Oh, what's up? <laughs> right. Um, and yeah, like Jesse's like, well, here's the deal. Uh, this is like awkward too. Cause this, I feel like this is something that happened to me in like high school where I was like, so-and-so really wants to talk to you. <laughs> this is a total high school thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it felt like someone was note? messaging me on AIM and, and being like, hey, do you know my friend? He wants to date you. That's <laughs> just like, it was weird. So, so she goes to see Clayton and she kind of gives it to him a little bit. Like, she was like, I felt like an awful person. Like, that came out of nowhere. The way that you talk, the way you were treating me, felt like it came out of nowhere. It was like really shocking to me. And it was frankly humiliating. And I felt like a stray dog that you shoot out of your house. Mm hmm. And Clayton's like, well, it's out of character for me to do that. But I, I will tell disagree. you. It is completely agreed. aligned with his character. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> agreed. It is in character. Because if that's the way that you're going to act when when something isn't going well, not to say that I always react well, but I also wouldn't say that uh, me not responding well to something is out of character. I'd be like, yeah. that's something I'm working on in therapy. Uh <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's fun. You know what? We're all messy every once in a while. It's okay, yeah. Clayton. Also, dude, again, here's Clayton fucking up constantly. It's like he's baking a cake and he has all the correct <laughs> ingredients and all the correct measurements, and yet somehow he still fucking wrecks it. Because yeah. how many times have I banged like the sex positivity? Fuck the bachelor for its puritanical bullshit. Like, I mean, that's all I ever talk about. 
And somehow but, I'm yeah. like, nah, I'm on Susie's side with this one. He's a piece of shit. Like, come on. Well, Dude. that's because he just, he handled it so poorly. So poorly. And, like, yeah. and he shouldn't say that that's out of character because, yeah, it's like when you're backed up against a, a coroner and like how you react to that is in your character. Like, okay, I'm not going to talk about all the latest like TikTok news, but there is like a big thing that happened in like certain circles of TikTok where it's basically like you saw people's true colors. Like they got backed up against a wall mm-hmm. and they started like firing in a way that was, that seemed uncharacteristic, you know, where you're like, Oh, I wouldn't expect this person to do that. That was very unexpected, but no one was making them do it. Nobody was, you know what I mean? It yeah. was in their character. It was just something that we didn't know about. We, the audience, didn't know that this was in someone's character. And it revealed somebody's true nature to us. And we were like, oh, that's terrible. (laughs) That's such a bummer. You know, and this is why I say meet your heroes. And if they're disappointing, get new heroes. Like, Mm -hmm. I hate the whole don't meet your heroes thing. Anyway, so that's that's what it felt like to me. What it felt like what I had what I the the three hours I blew on TikTok getting caught up on this controversy. Um, it was like, oh yeah, no, that's just somebody reacting really poorly to a situation. But if that's not in your emotional toolkit or arsenal or whatever, you wouldn't respond that way. You're going to respond the way that's most natural to you in the moment. If that's like reacting and being angry and blaming somebody, then that's how you react that's you know and it's not it's not like a judgment call like you know he could say like yeah you know what that wasn't that's not the best i could give you it and it is unfortunately how i reacted and it's a side of me that i don't like and but i want to work on it and improve and i don't i don't want you to feel like that and and I regret it. Like there's things that you can say without denying that that's what you did. And yeah. it just kind of felt like he was trying to skirt responsibility for doing it in the first place. And that I thought was uh, unfortunate. Um, but yeah, so then he was like, if you walk out, I'll lose everything. No pressure, Susie. And she's like, oh, okay. Uh, well, I'm not ready to do anything right now. So like you may end up alone at the end of this. And he's like, great. Well, I'm going to go break up with two women. So and this boy, does also- he ever, Mr. This is not my character. Then how do you break up with two women here, pal? Let's go watch. Very classy. Very classy. Do it in the same room. So, so, okay. My favorite part about this, about this part of the show is that they decide the way that they decided to record the sound because this was a choice. They were like, we're not going to put any music under this. And we're just going to like turn his mics up to 11 so that it sounds like he's walking in a windbreaker and breathing super heavy. And I was just like, ah, 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 Gabby, hi, Rachel. So here's what I got to do. And I was like, what is happening? <laughs> really weird. It like made it extra uncomfortable. Just like, just like silence and just like, whoosh, whoosh, whoosh and heavy breathing and he's just like breaks the news to both of them doesn't have the decency to say hey can i steal you for a second you know the line that everybody uses and so he tells them both at the same time and again same thing happens gabby walks away and like rachel starts to break down and 
so Clayton pursues Gabby first and he's like, can I talk to you? And she was like, yeah, <laughs> like whatever. <laughs> sure. Um, and she was like, listen, I'm taking this time. I'm away from my family and friends who give a shit about me and you are here with me and you don't. Yep. And yeah. And, and I would say, and this is kind of when I wrote down the note of like, it feels like control instead of like mutual interest. Mm -hmm. um, and she's like, you didn't do any of these things out of an interest of caring and protecting women. And I don't think you know the weight of the words you carry. So, you know, and this was like partially in the moment and partially like in the live filming that she she stayed consistent and she just handed him his ass, you know, and oh, he was yeah. like, it was, it was brutal. Cause she completely flays him in the moment yeah. on the show. And then afterwards, after she's had time to let it marinate a little bit, she just, it drops more bombs on him. It is a complete evisceration of a very dumb square jawed man. And it is just glorious to watch. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was really good. I mean, she really did earn her, stripes and in, in this whole thing and she's like one of the most i think genuine and and incisive like women who've been on the show now my dad was like i think she's the best you know best woman we've ever and i was like whoa 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 okay watch it because i think <laughs> katie's great i think michelle's great i think rachel's great you know i think caitlin was great i think Tasha was great. Like we had, here's the thing. We've had a run of really great bachelorettes. We are sure. never that lucky with bachelors. We always end up with really good bachelorettes. Um, but I will say she is one of the best. She's definitely like way up there for me. And I didn't like her at first. And now I just think she's like great. And I just yeah. want everything good to happen to her. And, and I think Clayton is utter trash and, <laughs> and I love my favorite part was like when they were like, well, who are you looking for? And she was like, well, somebody with emotional intelligence, someone who treats me well. It was like, she was just like, what are some antonyms for what Clayton is? I will just say those <laughs> things. And I was like, good call. Like that was a good play. So my favorite part really funny. when, when they, I mean, she was talking about that and then, uh, uh what's his face? Jesse Palmer, uh, the world's least charismatic man was like, yeah. but somebody funny, you gotta have that. Right. And she's like, yeah, I forgot about that one. <laughs> Just the way she said it and made me crack up. Uh, and, then, <sighs> and then they like cut to grandpa and grandpa's just like, dingbat. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, so yeah, the Rachel stuff was like the Gabby stuff was kind of enjoyable to watch. The Rachel stuff was like harder to watch because she just like mm -hmm. looked really broken. Yeah. Yeah. Clayton yeah. fucked her up. That was not cool. Yeah. It was just really sad. And she's just like, you're bullshit. And I hate you. And you treated me really bad. And this was my favorite part about all of that stuff live. I don't have a ton to say about this stuff because it was just like, it just, it just kind of sucked to watch. And I felt bad yeah. for her because that's embarrassing too. Um, but what I loved was that her dad was in the audience, like her mom and dad were in the audience. Again, her dad was wearing a terrible shirt, but I still really like him. And um, I like that it looked like he had to hold her mom back. And I love that they're just like, the dad's the scary one. And I'm like, I'm more afraid of her mom. Oh, yeah. Like, for real, sure. Real soprano family vibes going on with them that I appreciate. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, and it's like, I know we didn't, I feel like we didn't get to know Rachel as well as we got to know Gabby, but she's really sweet and she didn't deserve this. And like, I really do feel like, you know, the final four were all women I liked. I would root for any of them. I had no issue with any of them. Like usually by the final four, there's at least one person that I'm like, well, as long as like they don't end up like I find, mm-hmm. you know, but I really liked them all. And it just sucks to see this happen. And yeah, I don't know. It was just, the whole thing was very rough. They had a more awkward encounter. Cause it's like, well, Clayton, what are you going to say to Rachel's scary dad? You know, um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. But, I did not mean to hurt your daughter. That's yeah. That was just really, really hard. Um, God, what a, so the, what a dunce too. I, listen, yeah. you know, here in Bachelor Nation, there's this problem called uh, goldfish brain syndrome, wherein all the sins of any Bachelor or Bachelorette contestant can almost instantly be forgiven uh, because of the machinations of the show and the way they present certain things. But there's some people that just transcend that, and you're like, ugh, every time. And somehow, Clayton has given some of these people, like, routes for redemption, you know? Like... Nick Vile, Claire Crowley, all these people like just dunking mercilessly on Clayton. And it's like, I don't even like you, but you're right. <laughs> now I like, like you more. <laughs> somebody somebody posted something about like, you know, it's bad when Claire Crowley and Nick Vile can tell you that you're like doing a bad job. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. It's crazy. Embarrassing. Uh, yeah, very they're like, embarrassing. Thank God someone's worse at this than we are. Yeah. And it was also like a good reminder that like, it really should have been Rodney. Like he should have been the bachelor and we shouldn't have had any of this nonsense. Our team Rodney forever. Rod the bod would not have let us down. No, he's like, God. And it was, that would have been a fun season because he's got a great personality. Like, I think he's really funny and just like really sweet. And he's also like total husband material, but no, we got stuck with fucking Clayton. Also, Whatever. just give me give me someone from outside of the ecosystem. Okay. You gotta you gotta yeah. stop this. It's it's too incestuous. Bring bring in, I want an outsider. I want my outsider bachelor. I want someone who doesn't understand at all what they're doing and they're just fucking everything up, even more so than Clayton did. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I just oh you know, I well, I think she's single again. I would still like to see Chriselle come on the bachelorette i still think mm-hmm. that would be really cool i don't know if she's like getting too old now but if we had claire we could have Chriselle. so anyway yeah. whatever. uh team Chriselle too but i really still i just want rodney to find happiness because he's great i hope and it he was does fun too. to see him come back i hope he comes on paradise he's like meant for paradise oh so. he's he's total paradise material he'll definitely yeah be oh god so- i hope so This upcoming season of The Bachelorette, which I don't know when it starts, probably tomorrow, because that's how these things work now. You don't get to have a break. No breaks for the podcasters. Back to the podcast mind for you. Make your content. Uh, So we're going to have, for the first time, we're going to have two Bachelorettes simultaneously. And this isn't going to be like the time where we start with two and then the men choose, you know, because there can be only one. This is, there's actually going to be two. and we don't really know how that's going to work. Are they going to date from the same pool of men? Are they going to date from separate pools of men? Are they going to smooch the same people? We we don't know. But I will say, a few weeks ago, I mentioned that I had been cheating on The Bachelor 
I told a different show that I loved it, Sammy. Yeah. And that yeah. show is Joe Millionaire for Richer or Poorer. And the setup for that show is two men dating from the <gasps> same pool of women. Oh. So, uh, oh, so uh, yeah. Yeah. And it's 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 a briskly paced show. It is it was a joy to watch. No one knew what they were doing. There was some actual insight. Like they they weren't afraid to pull back the curtain a little bit on what was going on in the show. Also, a beautiful bromance blossoms between the two male contestants. And they are not not the women they they you know end up going home with, but the true romance from Joe Millionaire is these two male contestants. And I hope we can get that on The Bachelor. I just hope they learn the right lessons. I hope they, I hope they, you know, don't just lean into three hour episodes full of people screaming. I need some wholesomeness in this. I want, I want two girls bonding over their quest for love. I need that in my life. Okay. So that's really interesting. And I will say, I'm trying to see if I can find like a a premiere. Oh, it's not premiering till July. What? July 11th. So we've got time. Um, so, which makes sense because they looked surprised that it was happening and that was filmed like that day. Yeah. Um, so that means that I don't know if there's anything in between, but if there isn't, we'll do some, a few like very special episodes. Um, one of the things I wanted to cover was um, Bachelor Nation. And I might try to read another book or so between then and July. If that's really our next thing, mm-hmm. kind of surprising. But wow. anyway, and then um, the other thing uh, I wanted to do was have an episode where we covered Joe Millionaire and then perhaps the courtship. I love it. So, so we'll everyone stay tuned because I do want to watch show millionaire and I do want to watch the courtship and I've, I've heard good things already from some friends of mine who have started to watch the courtship and they really mm-hmm. like it. Maybe love is blind too. I don't know. We'll see. Man, eh, probably not. Um, <laughs> probably not. Uh, so, okay. Yeah. Here's, here's what I think because yeah, Jesse's like, well, we'll figure it out together, but that we don't sense. know. Shut up, Jesse, you know, so they're trying to compete with Joe Millionaire is what it sounds like, mm-hmm. right? Which is and stupid. This is Joe Millionaire is such a small fish in the bachelor pond. Like there's there's none of the fandom, there's none of the like online fervor. It's a damn yeah. good show and I wish more people would watch it. But like when you're the top dog, you don't like you don't bristle at at little chihuahuas nipping at your ankles, you know? It's just it's silly. Well, I mean, but they I, they don't want competition, you know, so they're going to get, they're going to get insistent about it or whatever. Um, so that's interesting. I think that this was intentional, but what, here's what I don't want to see happen. I don't want to see, because these are two women who have felt like consolation prizes. Mm -hmm. The last thing I want them to do is feel like they don't have enough men. So if they have 30 men, I'm going to shit a brick. Like that's not okay. They should have a minimum of like 50 men. Yeah. To choose we want from 50 beefcakes. That's yeah, on our list hell, of demands. Hell yeah, dude. Cause like what I don't want is for there to be like weird tension with them. If they start becoming interested in the same guys or they feel like, Oh, we're not good enough to get our own seasons. Like we've had, we had Michelle and Katie, they got chosen at the same time. They got their own seasons, but now we have Gabby and Rachel who 
received worse treatment <laughs> and they're not and they're they have to share a season this feels like middle child bullshit so i just want to make sure that they get the experience that they want but the nice thing is like okay so like if gabby and rachel were a couple mm-hmm. rachel's that per- rachel's me at a restaurant and going, oh, that's fine. Uh, if they serve me something with cheese on it and it's going to make me like, you know, shit everywhere. Like I'd be like, oh, it's fine. It's totally fine. It's not a big deal. I'm lactose I'm really Midwestern. <laughs> I'm just going to pick it off, you know? And Gabby would be like, no, that's not okay. I'm going to tell them right now that they can't treat you like this. And that's like, that's, you need a couple like that. You need the yes. person who tells, who tells the server who will be fine with it. I was a server and I was fine with <laughs> it. You know, that tell the server, hey, she can't eat this. They will remedy it and make it fine and everything will be okay. And you'll probably even get like, you know, something free or discounted from it if it takes too long. Um, And so you need that person. But it's all it's nice to see that dynamic. So I feel like that's the two of them together. And they really I mean, they just went through something like I have bonded with people that I have shared an ex with Mm -hmm. and become friends with them. And and it was like one of those things where so one time so I dated this guy and I and it it did not go well. And um <laughs> spoiler alert, uh and one of my friends started dating him and she like cleared it with me, which was nice. Oh. Kind of odd, but she was just kind of like, Is that okay? Uh I'm starting to get interested and like I want to date this guy. And instead of me saying like, mm, he's kind of like emotionally immature and like, I think he kind of uses the same moves on every woman, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, I was like, she's going to, she has to just figure it out because if I say anything, I'm just going to sound jealous, you know? And And it's not like he did anything like, like totally awful. He just like, isn't that great of a boyfriend. Right. So I was just like, yeah, no, that's, you know, thanks for talking to me about it. But like, yeah, that's fine. You know, I'm fine. And then like that lasted like two months or whatever. <laughs> and then she was like, Oh my God, why didn't you tell me? I said, well, if I told you, you wouldn't have believed me. And she's like, you know what? You're right. Just had to figure it out for myself. But then we like bonded over it and became like closer friends because of it. So that's kind of what I feel like, like the two of them just went through like, Oh my God, what a trash human. Am I right? LOL. Best friends for <laughs> life. And they really do seem to care about each other a lot. Plus they were like stuck in hotel rooms together a lot. So I think, I think it'll be good in terms of like their rapport and, and I could also see them going for very different men. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think so. so. They're really polar opposites. And I would assume that because of that, they're going to pursue different guys. I mean, they both did technically pursue Clayton, but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't yeah, know. but they're just like, yeah, their personalities are very different. And I do see Gabby like, like going for somebody who is more like, like she was saying, someone who challenges me, like someone who kind of like can, can go back and forth with her, you know, on, I want, like I want it, Gabby to quit the show and just date Wells. How does that sound? Well, isn't he still with Sarah Highland? Yeah, but I that's just what I want. Just let me have what oh I want. Oh my god. Sarah, <laughs> I'm I'm so sorry that he said that. That's so freaking rude. Um, but I think she she can really go toe to toe with somebody, so that'll be fun to watch. And I think Rachel would probably you know, prefer somebody who's like, I don't know, like maybe more like 
stoic and secure and stable and like I am, you know, I will be your protector, you know, type of a person. Sure. So sure. I could I could see them going for very different types of men. So that's why I think it could work. So I I just don't want to I want to make sure that they're getting the experience that they want to get because what happened to both of them was utter bullshit. Um, yep. Now let's talk about so so Clayton gets to the end and he's with Susie and he's like saying all this nice stuff to her, you know, and then she's like, um, let's see what I have. Uh, she's saying some nice stuff and then she goes, the love I have for you is, or wait, wait, hold on. The love I have for you is not the love you have for me. Like I'm not there yet. And I've made the decision to leave Iceland alone. And I don't think I'm your person. And I don't think you're mine. And I feel like it's over. Mm-hmm. And so Susie's like, I'm out. I'm leaving. And it was interesting because Cassie was also on the show, which is like, I feel like the first time we saw Cassie since everything went down. Um, and she was kind of like rooting for Susie to get out of there. Yeah as somebody who was in a very similar situation, she's like, yeah, no, that's a red flag. Get out of there, you know? Um, And so I was really happy when Susie left and then they're like, but just kidding. It's not over. There's somebody here. And then I was so annoyed with Jesse basically the entire season, but especially this like last episode, because he's like, it's the last person you'd ever expect. And I'm like, no, because I expect Susie. It's, a, like, it's, it's clearly Susie. Susie. Like, how could it not and be I'm Susie? I'm like, no shit, dude, it's Susie. Well, and my mom, my mom had said something like, well, wait, wasn't like Teddy interested in that one doctor? It's like, no, and Teddy, that was like the brother, like hit her up. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, she, yeah. Um, and then, I was like, no, I don't think it's that random doctor or, you know, whatever. Uh, and yeah, Susie comes out and it's like she slid into his DMs and they've been dating. And here's what I do like. I do like that Clayton is moving to her because I think that's how it should have gone is he needs to move to where she is. He's like, I quit my job. I'm moving to Virginia to be with Susie and we're going to give it a shot. And if it had gone any other way but that, I would have been extra mad. And I'm just a little mad. Yeah, I hope he gets dumped and doesn't have a job. (laughs) (laughs) It would be funny if he if he screwed the pooch more. Oh, yeah. And uh, was left alone in Virginia. You know, Virginia's for lovers, but Mm. but not Clayton, though. Everyone. But not not guys that get dumped and don't have jobs. So I don't know. It's like, I want Susie to have what she wants. I'm not, it sounds like she hit him up of her own free will and accord, but I don't know. What do you, what do you predict is going to happen? Oh, geez. I mean, there's no way Susie and Clayton are going to last, right? Like that it's, it, it is inconceivable to me that they will last. So I believe my dreams will come true. I believe that she will kick him to the curb because you know it's it's gonna make sense eventually that it all she has to do is watch the season back for the love of god like come on uh (laughs) and she's gonna kick him to the curb and he's gonna be sad and alone in virginia and maybe we'll get him on a future season of paradise but that's it and then i i don't care i hope he becomes a telemarketer 
and he does that until he's 65 years old. <laughs> That's all I want. Uh, and, and, and you know what? Gabby and Rachel are going to find love and they're going to be happy forever. That's what's going to happen. Oh, gosh, I really hope so. Because <laughs> I really do like them a Call lot. Call me an idealist, but that's that's what I really want for this show. Yeah, that's what I want, too. I think that would be great. I'm looking at, because my parents were asking what Susie did for a living. I said, well, I know she's like a wedding photographer or videographer or something. She's She does video production um, and she has her own company called Susie Evans Media. And then she also is a fitness coach with Body by Craig, which I had to make sure wasn't an MLM, but I don't think it is an MLM. So that's fine. <laughs> but I was like, is it an MLM? Because that will really determine like uh, if I like you or not. <laughs> but it, doesn't look like like a, it. it looks like oh, she's a trainer. Okay. I was like, what, what was that 90s like fitness program? But that's Body by Jake. That's a different thing. Yeah. Body like, by Craig. I mean, this is clearly like a like a small operation, I think, but, but they're kind of geared towards like getting, um, not, and now it's not to say that it isn't an MLM. I just haven't been able to like, uh, identify that yet, but they have, um, they How have do you like get that a body of, poop tea. Yeah, exactly. Um, they have like, uh, uh, whatchamacallums, uh, they're obviously geared towards like pageant people and models Ooh. and stuff. And then, um, they have like, they have like workouts and there's like a few different coaches like Susie's one of them. Craig's another God, they might be the only coaches. Hmm. I can't tell. Um, so, Oh wait, no, there's another one. Um, so yeah, there's a few different coaches, but Susie's one of them. So it looks like it's just kind of like a small organization and it's like pageant circuit stuff. And I know she did Disney stuff. I wouldn't be surprised if Susie also did pageant shit. I mean, she, yeah, kind of looks like a pageant person so like, like that look at me yeah me. she she uh entered a hannah brown lookalike competition and she won so yeah exactly gotcha <laughs> exactly. Susie burn just kidding just dump your boyfriend please yeah we just don't <laughs> like your boyfriend we think you're fine um, yeah you're fine it's cool yeah i mean you're no gabby but <laughs> who can be uh uh but yeah so that's i mean it's it was an the thing that annoyed me the most is they were like, you have no idea how this is going to happen. I said, well, either he's going to be with Susie or he's going to be alone. It can only go that's one it. of two ways. And I'm pretty sure he's with Susie. I'm pretty sure that's how it's going to end. So I don't know why you're acting like I don't know things, Jesse. And I'm also annoyed that it's going to be Jesse like on the next season. Because why? Yeah. It's like your your job was so simple. You had to be slightly better or just as good as the most useless host in the history of reality television. And yet, Jesse, you have somehow failed at this very basic task. You you offer nothing. You don't, I mean, you're not a good host. You're not a compelling screen presence. And worst of all, you don't give good advice. Look at look at your your conversations with Clayton throughout the season. How have you guided this man in a meaningful way? You've not. You've let him down the path to hell, Jesse. <laughs> I know he's listening. Didn't, didn't they say something like that during the show? Something about something being hell? Anyway, I don't know. Maybe that was just in my brain. Uh, yeah, so I'm happy about the next Bachelorettes, but we're, like I said, we usually luck out with Bachelorettes. Yeah. And I feel like our Bachelors are, yeah. A little rough. Hit or miss. Mostly miss. Mostly miss. 
and yeah, when Nick tells you you did a bad job, when Claire tells you you did a bad job, that's embarrassing. And I'm embarrassed for you. But also, I'm actually kind of happy that the season didn't go well, because I mm -hmm. think that makes a stronger argument for less conventional bachelors and bachelorettes. Yep, I agree. I think it's going to pave the way. And, you know, Rodney walked so someone in the future can run. Like, I feel it. Cause you, you cast the ultimate bachelor and what did you get from it? I just Nothing. want like a goofball. I want a goofball for bad. Give me, a, give me a goober with no muscles. That's what I want. I think that's so great. Like there's so many people who would have been a better bachelor than him. Like, it's just not even funny, but uh, like we had, uh, it just makes me mad. Every time I think about it, it makes me mad. Cause like we had Rodney, we had Justin, like even, um, oh my God, and I'm forgetting his name and I feel like such an a-hole right now. The person who is most like me. Um, <laughs> oh my God, why am I forgetting his name? I feel really bad right now. The point, you're forgetting the name of the person who's the most like you. How does that feel, yes, Sammy? Uh, I feel really bad. <laughs> mm, I, want you, I want you to just marinate in that. <laughs> why? He had like, you know, those really unfortunate shirts. Um, mm -hmm. he, <laughs> you're not going to help me. Okay, no, hold on. no. Why would I, I do felt, that? Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I, I um, like to watch you flounder. This is, no. I, I feel, you're like, you're like, I feel like him. trying to talk I to women. Like him. I feel like him. I feel like I'm wearing, I feel like I'm wearing a cat suit. Um, Oh God. I just called him cat guy for so long. Connor, Connor. <laughs> I was waiting for you to get there like oh my god i cannot remember you're always like i hate connor and i'm like sammy why do you hate yourself so much i am connor yeah see i can't even like i'm so awkward i can't even remember his name oh mm -hmm. my god but yeah even connor oh. would have been a better choice like yeah write a song about it on your ukulele why don't you come on i would i would <laughs> yeah connor you have too many gimmicks and interests you're only allowed to have one interest yeah just like sammy, sammy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, really, there's so many people who would have been better, but we got stuck with Clayton, and and I really hope they learned something from this. Do I mm -hmm. think they did? Like, I don't know, but I would love to see somebody unconventional um, be Bachelor next. I think that's really what we need, and that's what the people are screaming for. Uh, one more thing before we go. Did you notice? Uh, who Genevieve was sitting next to at the live? No, I did not. Who was she sitting, sitting next, next to? to Aaron. What? Sitting right next to each other. Like, but they're sexually? just friends. They're just friends. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Follow up question, Steve. How do you sit next to someone sexually? I don't. I don't know the answer. Oh, to wait. That. Here we go. Here, Aaron reveals why he sat next to Genevieve because I'm sure he got a bunch of questions about this on Instagram. <laughs> Um, let's see. What did he say? Um, Aaron was seated between James. Oh, I didn't even see James. I saw Genevieve though. They must have like not shown James. <laughs> they had matching suits. Um, of course. <laughs> I really love their friendship. Uh, and to the surprise of the audience, Genevieve, social media erupted in a slew of posts and memes, all speculating that Aaron and Genevieve attended after the final rose as a couple. And that for once, Shanae's words proved true. But Aaron was quick to address the situation. Once back in San Diego, Aaron took to Instagram and said, seating was assigned, so don't make it more than what it is. Mm -hmm. um, 
And then Genevieve, oh, she shared a few tweets that said, Genevieve bringing Aaron to life. Nelly is so messy. I love it. And I think the best part of the live show is Aaron brought Genevieve and James. She said, no one brought anyone. Seating was assigned people. Um, yeah, I'm sure that the producers just did that to make us talk about it right now. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah. Mission accomplished. I think that's really interesting. Uh, okay, this is my favorite. Okay, this is a Screen Rant article, by the way. This is the best paragraph. Aaron and Genevieve might not be the next big relationship to come out of the franchise, but that doesn't mean he's flying solo. Based on their identical after the final rose outfits and constant presence on each other's Instagram and TikTok pages, Aaron and James are closer than ever. In fact, their bromance is one of the strongest bonds to emerge from the show. Um, ooh, this would be great. Oh, I love this. Following the announcement of Gabby Windy and Rachel Recchia as the first duel of Bachelorette season, many fans voiced their opinion that Aaron and James would be perfect for a dual season of The Bachelor. I yeah. would watch the shit out of that show. Do it. <laughs> the people want it. Please. Yeah, and they leave with each other in the end. That's the <laughs> twist. So beautiful. Oh, I wouldn't even be mad. I would be so thrilled. Yeah, you wouldn't be mad. You'd be the happiest you've ever been. (laughs) I'd be so happy. That is exactly what I wanted to happen. But they would like pump each other up. Like, oh, it would be. And we've already seen how good their friendship is. So you don't have to create anything. You don't have to like sell the audience on like, oh, they have a bond. Like we know that they do. Uh, (laughs) We saw what happened on Paradise, which was one of the best moments on Paradise ever. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's amazing that. You know, Tia couldn't even get mad because <laughs> she's no. like, what it's is like, there to be mad about? They're leaving together. She's like, yeah. all right, well, hats off to you two, you know? So yeah. you can't um, get mad at love. No, you can't. They rode off into the sunset together and it was beautiful. And now they live together and it's so cute. Um, but yeah, so uh, yes, let's put that out into the universe. I, we would have such a good season, set of seasons coming up for us. If Mm. it was Gabby and Rachel and Aaron and James, it's exactly what I want. So please, please universe, make it happen. Put put those vibes out into the universe, Sammy. Everybody put those vibes out. Okay. So maybe, I don't know what, if there's anything airing before July, but regardless, don't worry, everybody. We are not leaving you high and dry. We will be back with more very special episodes. If there's anything from Bachelor Nation that you want me to read or like a reality show you want us to check out during our hiatus, just email us. Popculturediner at gmail.com is the easiest way to get a hold of us. I do read emails and um, I'd be happy to pick up. I, I think the next book I'll pick up if I don't hear any feedback is um, I'm not here to make friends, Courtney's book, because I've heard really good things about it and I haven't read it yet. So I think that'll be next on my docket. But uh, look forward to us talking about Bachelor Nation, Joe Millionaire, hopefully the courtship, maybe some other surprises along the way. And until then, uh, well, listen, it's St. Patrick's Day today. So uh, I hope you are all responsible today and uh, didn't uh, end up in a puddle of green puke. And don't do needle drugs. Please. (laughs) Full of green puke. Just fall in the Chicago River. It's the same thing. (laughs) What?